This podcast of Clancy, Shane and Kimber comes with a free measuring quote on blinds, curtains and shutters. Just call ABC Blinds on 13 13 15 to get yours during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance. Shane, you brought up this subject of uh, cleavage can be uh, well, a bit daunting if it's placed right in front of you. And Liz Hurley turns 50 today and there was that classic dress in the 90s when she was hanging with Hugh Grant. And she well, that's right, safety pins. To yeah. the preview with the safety pins and uh, a lot of cleavage showing. You, you, uh, any cleavage dress you want to name, I can give you the year. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? The model. Yeah, uh, uh, we're talking about that and when we were saying when cleavage attacks, uh, sometimes do girls uh, or are girls aware that men are looking? Rachel from Canningvale is on the line. Now, Rach... Um, yes. Are you aware <laughs> that men look at you? I like. I guess yeah, you are. And for a lot of the time, though, like when I wear dresses like that, I just wear it because I like the way it looks. Ah, right. Okay. But it's so you know for that, it's I don't mind. And if someone, if you want to wear a cleavage dress, then go right ahead. But I just think for the bigger chested girls as well, they I feel like they have to be a bit cautious because people, you know. The flatter chested girls who wear the same kinds of dresses aren't always looked at the same way. It's yep. frowned upon when you've got bigger boobs. Yeah, so I know. That's, that's what I've found. It's like as soon as you lose the gap between you know between your breasts, then it's mm. a bad thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've just. That's my two cents. So you guess. you do it for yourself and you, and you feel comfortable and you. It's all about the, uh, your self esteem. Yeah, it is. It's, I, I like to dress for me because if I feel good, then I look good to me, and that's all. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, sense. Yeah, also, too, Rachel, don't you think that. sometimes you might have your cleavage out a little bit? You feel quite comfortable and quite sexy, or quite cool and good in one environment, and then you move into another environment. And suddenly, you want to cover up, like a bar with older men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Well, see, it, it depends on the kind of older men. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's not too. Just depending. Yeah, it depends on the environment. Like. Yeah. And who's, who your audience is. Yeah. So it, it's all very dependent, I guess, the other group of girls that you're going out with or if you're with a boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. So if the guy's got an East Perth beanie and he's got that uh, tradies <laughs> suntan. A bit of slobber. Where, where his socks finish. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe not. Yeah, get me a beer, love, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Rach. Rach. Uh, James is online. James, you haven't been caught out? Um, yeah, 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 being caught out a couple mm. of times. <laughs> now, how do you feel? Do you feel uh, like it's, it feels uncomfortable even though, uh, I don't know, it's pretty hard to understand. It's the yeah, length of time you look, I think. That's the problem. <laughs> like yeah, if, it, if it's just quick, a quick a glimpse, then it's okay. Yeah, the thing is that these days now, girls getting their like, fake boobs um, done. And yeah. the other day I was at the shops and this, then I'm, I'm a short guy, but this girl was short and she had like, Oh, I swear to God, she had like fake, fake E's and she was wearing a Bucci top. And yep. literally, if she bent over, they they were going to be up for the show, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't help but looking, James, but uh, oh. it's it's worse. You can get a glare from a girl, but it's worse when they actually yeah. verbalise it and say, if, you are yeah, looking, look up here, mate. Yeah. Take yeah, a the picture. That, yeah. yeah, the thing is that when girls get their boobs done, you know, and the type of dresses they wear, they, they, they're wearing it for the show, you know, so they, they want people to have a look. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, wearing, if, if you're getting your boobs done and you don't want people to look, you cover up. If you want people to have a look, you yep. wear them and yeah. you, you have the puppies out. But what Rachel says is also valid. <laughs> if you put a singlet top on a, on a small-chested girl, it looks very different to us, the same singlet top on a big-chested yeah. girl. Some, sometimes you just can't help it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like going to the beach. If a girl's got, if a girl's got like a nice rack and she's wearing like a small <laughs> bikini, yeah. you're not going to have a look. You know, you, 
you, you pretend you're looking past her, but really you're looking at her. You know? Well, it sounds like you're a lucky man being short there, Jamesy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've gone from uh, puppies to rack. Uh, rack. rack. I think oh, we boots. can move on. All right. Thanks. Yeah. We've got Jeannie online from Port Kennedy. Now, Jeannie, you like flaunting your wares. Oh, yes, I do. I, but I agree with Kimber. It mm. shouldn't be done at a workplace. On weekends and when you go out, I've got an 18D. And I've had men and women stare at my boobs. And I have flashed them at them just to make sure that they get a better look. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah. and Hubby and I went out one night and within a span of a couple of hours, I had men and women walk up to me and ask, could they feel my boobs? And what? I went, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So they did. You're big and, and proud. Like, yeah. And yeah. it's just basically, if you got it, flaunt it. Okay. So this goes on in Port Kennedy a lot, does it? I don't know. I'll come to your place, Shane. Hey! <laughs> well, this just uh, took a turn, didn't it? Yeah. Leave Hubby Thanks, at home. Thanks, Janie. Very good. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Bye. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one thing, Shane, when you're like, I need a guy to come and fix some things around my house and the patio, but yeah. to out- outwardly put out the call now. Oh, <laughs> no, I wasn't saying. <laughs> I know. Just, it's like it's just a debate. That's all it is. Mate, that was a puppy call right there. <laughs> Many are saying that Apple's iTunes has grown a bit stale after all these years, and the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, has said on Monday he was in uh, the States at San Francisco at the Developers Conference where Apple released a Spotify-like music service called Beats. There's more to it. Let's find out uh, what's going on. Trevor Long, our technology correspondent. Trev, good morning, mate. Morning, team. Uh, how much is it going to cost, this Beats? But I'm looking at the, uh, the internet right now, and uh, I can't find a cost. No, look, it's going to be it'll launched on June the 30th. It'll be $9.99 in the US. Uh, it's called Apple Music, which is the, the Spotify competitor, which allows you to then, for, for, for that 10 bucks, but in Australia it'll be 12 bucks because every other service is 11.99 here, you'll be able to listen to any song in the iTunes store, basically, um, without buying it. So you'll have a subscription. You can listen to anything you want while ever you subscribe. And then second to that, they've launched this Beats radio station, which is a 24-hour global radio station, which... Just to me, it seems to be a strange move from Apple, but the streaming service is a direct competitor to Spotify. Yeah, but they're not giving away 100k like we are. No, <laughs> no, no. Yes. I don't know. Like iTunes, I've always found it to be a really incompatible program. I've never really enjoyed it, but they've got us over a barrel. But I heard a rumor that iTunes recently stopped us from uploading CDs to our iTunes accounts. So, you know, you used to be able to buy the CD, mm. upload it, it would give you the album artwork, and you could put it on your iTunes. I haven't tested that yet, but maybe this new ex- new service explains them stopping that ability. Well, I think the biggest problem for iTunes is that people aren't buying music anymore. Um, you know, there's still a bunch of people buying music, but nowhere, it's certainly not growing. So you've got to remember, the music industry was in decline. Yep. Um, people were using Napster to, to illegally get music. Apple revolutionised the music industry by giving us a way to legally buy music. But in the last three or four years, we've sort of gone, hey, I can just pay 10 bucks a month and listen to whatever I want. So Apple's pretty much realised they're losing revenue um, and they need to be part of this streaming game. So they're late to the party, but they do come with the clout of, you know, tens of millions of devices in the hands of people who can just turn it on. Trev, yeah, don't underestimate yeah. the uh, smart business acumen here of, uh, of Tim Cook and the team at Apple because uh, that uh, guy, Jimmy Irvine, is a very influential man. You know, he's an American Idol uh, mentor. He produced bands like Fleetwood Mac and he's made millions of dollars out of Beats headphones with Dr. Dre. So just bringing the Beats team in, adds a bit of cred to this uh, to the Apple uh, brand, doesn't it? it? It does, because, you know, Beats is a huge name in music, uh, not only in the, in the headphones and hardware, but in, in America, Beats Music was a streaming service uh, right up until Apple bought them. So this is just the progression of that service, but mm. they've tried to expand on it. They're trying to make it a social network as well, so you can follow artists and see photos and all that kind of stuff. 
I'm not sure any of that really has any any power to the consumer. I think it's all about just getting access to a bunch of music. And remember, you can't get the Beatles, you can't get Taylor Swift on Spotify. Mm. So maybe Apple will have the clout of the uh, of the artists as well. Do you think there'll be a fear from Spotify and Pandora? Um, I think probably not Spotify be too worried, but I think there's a bunch of other ones you and I don't know, but there are people who subscribe to them that will literally have to close down because they won't be able to compete. Spotify will compete. They'll they'll launch family plans. They'll talk about their quality. They'll talk about their artists. They'll talk about their services. And people will keep paying Spotify because lots of people don't like Apple. But Trevor, are, yeah, those, are those companies actually making money? Spotify, Pandora? I mean, we, we've seen a couple go under. A lot. That were trying to do it. I, I, don't, I mean, Spotify do offer the free service as well. Yeah, look, the problem here is in this technology age, there's companies that are making zero dollars like they're losing money hand over fist, but because there's people prepared to fund them and back them, um, they'll continue to exist. So the big problem is when does that stop? And uh, I think Spotify is probably safe, but there's a bunch of other ones which will go under very quickly. Mm. Mate, today we've got our uh, greatest year in music, and uh, we're going uh, we're going sort of head to head, 1988 to 1992, and both of these years a long time before the very first iPod came out. So we're talking about 2001 before that came out. Mate, it's 88. What a great album! Ah, there you go. There's a lot going <laughs> there on. There we go. You've already got a vote. <laughs> Thanks, Trev. <laughs> Guys. With your median house price in our city of Perth at 530 grand and Sydney pushing 900k, what you have is a community very sensitive about housing affordability when you're the treasury and need to be careful what you say. So Sydney median uh, 900. 900 grand. Wow. It says in the West today. And, and Hockey today, I, I think he's a little bit out of touch, says that uh, people, uh, people are still buying houses in Sydney, so it can't be that bad. Oh, you know what it's like? You know, people like, are buying houses when, when the economy's like it is. Mm. It's like he's the banker in Monopoly and he's got all the cash and he's just saying to you, if you just put a hotel on that place, you'll be right. This is what Joe Hockey had to say. The starting point for a first-home buyer is to get a good job that pays good money. If you've got a good job and pays good money and you have security in relation to that uh, that job, then you can go to the bank and, and, and you can you can borrow money. If housing were unaffordable in Sydney, no one would be buying it. And obviously the easy hit is that, you know, Joe Hockey, oh, he lives in a $5.4 million house. What does he know about what's really going well, on out Neverland there? Ranch is up for sale, so you can buy that <laughs> yeah. if you just get a, a part-time job, um, night fill or something at Coles. You can tell he's writing his own scripts again, can't you? Because he, he's stumbling? Because he, well, just because that's when he says the stupid stuff. Sloppy I mean, Joe. If you go and get yourself a good job that pays well and you'll be right, who's mm. going to work in our hospitals? Who's going to teach our kids? Because they're not well-paid jobs. Jobs. Oh, They're just not. That. They're not. Get like, lots of holidays. No, <laughs> <laughs> to do marketing. You can't. What are you going to buy your house with? Holidays. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel for people that get into a false economy like the FIFO workers. I've got mates. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. They're, they're trapped. They don't like going away and leaving the family and all the rest of it, but they get paid so well. Mm. Eight days. And that's never going to last because I think it's starting to the, burst that bubble already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, eight days on an oil rig, that's the whole eight days would do your head in, but he gets paid a lot of money, mm-hmm. but yeah. misses out on the kids growing up and all the rest of it. You talk about false economy or false sense of security, then you think about Joe's saying, oh, the interest rates are so low, it's the best time to get in. But if you're getting into, you know, forget about Sydney for now, Forget about think about 530 grand plus stamp duty in Perth, and you're a young couple, all of a sudden you've uh, got yeah, a kitty on the way, seven, eight, interest 10, rates 12. go bang, bang, bang in mm-hmm. three years' time, and uh, well, then you're in serious oh, trouble. I was talking about it with someone yesterday, how ridiculous it is every time, like Colin Barnett's the same when he says, oh, you know, everyone wants to buy these fancy houses the first house they buy it's because they cost
cost the same as the absolute dog box down the road because mm. they, those blocks of land cost the same amount of money. Yeah. If you had 500000 it's more sensible to buy a house that's going to last you 20 years. Who were you having that conversation with? Well, <laughs> friends. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dog box down the road. Oh, yeah, dog box. You know, like, because yeah, people, that's how much you have to pay for the rubbish houses that are going to break down. Yeah, and a lot of the Liberal colleagues of uh, Sloppy Joe yesterday went to ground. There wasn't a lot being yeah. said. Oh, well. Yeah, sticking up for him. No, oh, he'll be back at it another week. He'll say something stupid. Clazy Shane and Kimber go so well together, just like ABC Blinds and a clearance sale. Call 13 13 15 to save big during ABC Blinds' million-dollar stock clearance.